Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Here we go. What you think about. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay. And if you liked our opening song, it's called Clarion Call by the Mark Mark Arneson Band. And you can download that on any of your favorite music platforms. Um, Many of you might not know, but uh, this week is Louis Body Week. And uh, Louis Body is one of the forms of dementia. And if you haven't heard about it, I'm sure you'll be learning much, much more um, as time goes on. There are so many different types of, of dementia out there. For those of you that are new to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio, we are about sound information, not just sound bites. Our goal is to really raise awareness at all levels. And we invite um, every age and stage and type of person on our show that has an opinion, a service, or product regarding dementia. We like to have an open conversation. So maybe you can be our next guest. Just reach out to me, and we can go from there. Uh, Before we talk about the visit kits, I am going to just do a few shout-outs. One is to Mods Ventures. Uh, This is such a cool cool challenge they are doing. They are giving fifty dollars to $100,000 in seed money for three challenges. And you're going to want to get your information or application in soon because that closes out in July. Um, <clears throat> but they are doing challenges on adaptive clothing, aphasia, and respite care. So check out Mods Ventures. I also want to give a shout out to um, Maple Hill Senior Living and Moments Hospice as they are actually um, sponsoring an event I'm doing that is going to be about finding your dementia roadmap. And it's all, it, we're going to be highlighting the dementia map resource directory um, on that. And you are invited to participate. That'll be June 3rd, 8 to 9 a.m. Central Time. And that is uh, that is going to be virtual, so anybody around the world can participate in that. I also received an email last night uh, from a student who is doing a research project, and they are looking for um, people that are living with a diagnosis of dementia from a medical professional um, who are either currently employed full or part-time or recently left work because of that Uh, because of their diagnosis, um, are age 35 and over, are willing to be interviewed, speak uh, fluent English, and live in the United States. And um, he would really love love you to give him a call at 203-510-3470. That's 203-510-3470. 
510-510-3470. And uh, all, all inquiries, of course, are confidential there. I think that would be really interesting to find out what the process was and, and how you were dealt with as an employee. I also want to give a shout out to the Memory Cafe directory. They are starting to meet back in person, many of them. Uh, some, I know like mine, are still meeting virtually. People are choosing to continue on the virtual mode. But go to Memory Cafe directory. You'll be able to find both. And I just talked with Coral Health the other day, and they are going to continue to allow people to download Music First and Coral Faith. Both are apps. Um, they were doing this during the pandemic, but they've decided they are going to um, extend this through the end of the year because we just don't know where we're going to be with that. And then, of course, you can go to DementiaMap.com for all kinds of resources. But right now we're going to listen to the Footbar Walker, and we will be right back to talk with our guests. Introducing the life-changing Footbar Walker. I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky, and I'm 91 years old. The Footbar Walker revolutionized my care of George. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000. The footbar walker opens and closes just like a standard walker. The only thing that is different is the top bar and the footbar. Does that ever make a difference? Does someone you love use a walker? Do they struggle to get up from a seated position? Are you a caregiver dealing with physical pain and stress as you help your patient? The footbar walker was designed to assist not only the patient, but also the caregiver. Patients have more control standing up, and no lifting from the caregiver is required. See how it works at thefootbarwalker.com. That's the thefootbarwalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend the footbar walker? Do I ever? I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for the footbar walker. Well, we are back and it's time to introduce you to our guest today. We are going to be talking with Lane Meyer and also uh, Catherine McGee, who are the co-creators of Visit, which is a subscription activity kit with all kinds of thoughtful games, activities, and guidance to help family and friends create a positive, um, a positive uh, moment and interaction with a loved one that is living with Alzheimer's or another form of dementia. So, um, welcome, ladies. I'm thrilled to have you both with us today. I know you, your schedules are busy, and so it's just so nice to have you with us. Um, to start, I'm going to ask, because I always ask all my guests this, this first question, and I'm going to point this one to you, Lane, first. And that is, have you personally ever been touched in your own family or circle of friends uh, with someone living with dementia? I have not. Uh, my mom worked with people uh, living with Alzheimer's for the past 25 years, so I watched her experiences, and um, it's what was the inspiration for a visit. Okay, wonderful. Um, Catherine, how about you? Yeah, uh, thank you for having us. Um, my grandfather actually passed away from Lewy body dementia uh, a few years ago. Um, and my grandmother currently has Alzheimer's. So I watched my mom go through the five to eight years of primary caregiving for my grandfather and him struggling over time um, and how that affected everyone else and him. Um, and then my dad is currently going through that with his mother. 
Okay, so you've definitely, definitely been impacted and and seen the workings of this disease. Um, Lane, I'm going to point this one to you. And I want to know, you know, what was the inspiration for developing, you know, the visit kit? So Visit was based on my mom's life's work. Life's work. She she developed her own method of working with people with um, dementia, Alzheimer's, and she practiced it for over 25 years. But it all started with her own experience. She was a special education teacher, and she decided to get her doctorate in special education. And while she was writing her dissertation, she had a brain aneurysm, and ended up losing her ability to speak, you know, thinking clearly, aphasia, uh, and many other physical um, sort of depth perception. And she spent the next probably about, you know, six to eight years really um, regaining all of her skills. She was told she would never, uh, would, would never regain them. She was told that, that we should just put her into a nursing home. But she used what she had learned in being a special education teacher to develop a program for herself. She continued having social experiences. She had a phenomenal group of friends that engaged her socially. And she ended up regaining pretty much, you would never have known that my mother had a period of time where she basically couldn't speak. It was in the late 90s, a very good friend of hers, husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and she said to my mom, you know, will you come work with him? Like, look at what you did for yourself. Can you try and do this with him? And she did. And it was phenomenal. And his neurologist was like, okay, his decline has stopped. He, you know, he's you know, communicating much better. And I don't know what you're doing, but it's working. And in that day and age, there was less about this sort of social cognitive um, therapy and how it could work and how it could improve the quality of life. So, but she did, and she continued. They told two friends, and they told two friends, and they told two friends. And she really crafted from that experience um, and through these other experiences a method that she called the SERPA method. And basically, again, built her life's work on it. And she's worked with people all the way through. And her philosophy always is about respect, about looking people in the eye, about playing games, having fun, humor. And she would go in and work with people and she would tell me these stories that were phenomenally inspirational about people who hadn't had the courage to leave their house for years and now where she was giving them the tools to go out and go to an event. She was teaching family members who didn't know how to interact or how to deal, how to keep them involved. Things like they may not be able to pay the bills anymore, but let them stuff the envelopes, let them put the stamps on the envelopes. So other ways of, of making um, families feel more comfortable with their loved one that had um, Alzheimer's. I myself would hear her tell these stories, and I'm a marketing business development professional, and I was always like, how do we bottle your magic? How do we take what you do and put it into a system so that everybody can be doing this? Because she's working with one person here, one person there, one person there, and able to touch, you know, hundreds and hundreds of lives, but there's so many more lives. And really, throughout the years, the thinking was there was always going to be a pharmaceutical solution. So it was a couple of years ago that there was some setbacks in um, the, I think it was the Biogen clinical trial. 
And um, it just seemed that the the timing was right because there was an attitude change about, okay, what can we do to just improve quality of life? What can we do to slow the decline? And it really was at that moment, it became the time that we felt to to develop visit. Okay, wonderful. Um, Anything that you want to add to that, Catherine? Yeah, so... um, I, as I said, my grandfather had Lewy body dementia, and he was going through his, like, final decline um, when Lane started talking about um, her mother's program and wanting to create something that everyone could use and not just her mom's impact on one-on-one, but have this available at a wider scale and have more people's experiences be more positive with interactions. And I really connected with that um, because we were having the same kinds of issues and we would have really benefited from a program like visit um, or like Dr. Serper was doing with clients. So um, I was really motivated to help develop this and create something that we could use potentially. Um, So I joined in and we did a lot of market research and I worked with Dr. Surfer directly um, to brainstorm ideas and figure out a way to make her method accessible to any family member. Oh, that's fantastic. So did you guys actually meet through you hearing about this then? Is that is that how the two of you met? Lane? We actually met. We, um, oh, yeah, Lane can go ahead. Okay. Either way, uh, yeah. No, we were we worked together. Uh, I brought Catherine on as an intern, and then I hired her within my marketing business. And she was phenomenal. And she would take sort of my strategic thinking or or sort of marketing concepts, and she would make them make it real. And she would figure out ways to actually execute on it and track it and and really put form to it. Um, so we worked together for probably, uh, you know, a couple of years when I was, was developing, when I was like, okay, I want to do this idea. And we were brain, she was brainstorming it with me just for the fun of it. And it was, we sort of turned a corner where it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's go for this together. Okay. Wonderful. It's always just nice to know the the background uh, with everything. So why don't we talk about, you know, what uh, what is in a kit? And is there more than one kit or is it are they, you know, is it just one that you have or or do you have multiple types of kits? Um and Catherine, if you want to take that. Yeah. Um so we have a lot of kits that we want to make available. Right now on our website, we have pre-orders open for two specific kits, but we have plans for kits that are themed on travel seasons, like road trips, sports, music, basically anything. We have kits put together um, in spreadsheets on what we want to provide for people. So there are so many ideas. But in each visit kit, it's kind of the same formula. Um, So there's always a social activity, cognitive, sensory, and creative. So four basic activities. And then there's always a story that kind of ties everything together in in a certain theme. So the kits that we have now, the introduction one is all about games. So we have a story that goes through about games through space and time. And then 
in the kit we have famous faces cards that have famous faces and facts and ideas about those people um, and that's the cognitive activities kind of like a matching card game we have dice for sensory we have colorful tangrams for creative and making different shapes and then in every kit we have the social activity which are connection cards which have creative conversation starters um, that give you a story to tell follow-ups and different questions you can ask around the same the same topic and so the goal of the connection cards is to help you have an engaging conversation no matter how responsive your loved one might be in that particular moment it makes you more comfortable having a one-sided conversation if you need it um, or having an engaging and creative conversation about something that you don't always talk about like not not talking about food or laundry or meds or anything just something fun and memory based oh um, that's that's wonderful yeah uh, i do want to just remind uh, listeners if you want to call in if you have any questions that number is 323-870-4602 that's 323-870-4602 um, now, with these, uh, you had mentioned on the site that they are are pre-order. Have you have you launched yet, or are you know, is there a time frame in terms of when these are going to become available? And, and sometimes we just use different terms, but I want to clarify that for our audience. And so, yeah, uh, so, <clears throat> yeah we have pre-orders are open right now for our introduction kit, which is the all about games and. Um, for a two-month subscription. So you'll get the game kit in the first month and then a kit about the world of creativity, which has a story about Vincent Van Gogh and some word games um, and a bunch of other activities and connection cards in that kit as well. So the pre-orders are going to be open until June 30th for the one kit or the two-month subscription. And then we'll be sending those out um, in August. Okay. Okay. So, and I, just to add to that is, can I just add one thing? Sure. To that is, um, we're actually going to be doing. We're only selling a limited amount of kits, as this is our first launch, and you know we're hoping that the customers that do sign up for either the one month or two month can continue to give us feedback to help us with um, improving as we go, and then as we add in all the other kits, that'll be pretty much, you know, our, our goal is to make this an every 60-day um, subscription um, mm -hmm. that will have continuous, will have engagement and involvement of the people that are using it so that we can continue to make it better. Gotcha. Well, that makes mm -hmm. sense. I, I like that you're going to listen to the voice of, of those that are using it. I think that's, <clears throat> that's really, really important. Um, one thing I'm going to ask you, just because we're talking about the subscription, is I'm sure people are wondering, what is the cost uh, for this? And, Lane, if you want to go ahead and take that. The uh, the single kit is $45, and the two-month kit is $80. So okay. the two-month kit has the discount of, of $40 each for the kits, which includes shipping. Okay. 
Okay, <clears throat> so that's wonderful. And, you know, you talked, uh, you know, Catherine kind of talked about what's in a kit. Um, can you give, is there like a number of activities or are these things that can be repeatable? Uh, I'm, I'm sure people are wondering that as well. Um, Catherine, if you want yeah. to go ahead and take that. Yes, that's a really good question. Um, so there are four activities plus a storybook in each kit. And that includes the connection cards and a lot of different other items. But what kind of makes Visit special is the guidance that comes with those activities. So we have guidance cards that come in each kit, and those help anyone personalize the activities however they want. So it's personalizable based on ability level or mood that day, but also your background and in your own memories. So for example, we had a user tester using our art kit, um, and the art kit had the Van Gogh story, and she first received the kit, and she, she loved it because she has um, art experience, but she wasn't sure if her father would enjoy the art activities. But then over time, she, when she got out the art card, she was surprised to find that um, her dad was actually super interested in that he did know about Van Gogh and that Van Gogh lost his ear. And so they had a riveting conversation about it, and she would have never known that that was something that he was interested in. Um, but the point of each activity is to relate back to the story, but also if you aren't interested in Van Gogh, we give you a lot of different options on how to use the different things, no matter your interests or background. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> anything that you want to add to that, Lane? Um, I think that um, what to add to that is, you know, what we are just part of what we're trying to do with this is, you know, our goal is to teach people to uh, or help them to think about how, these conversations, like giving them the breadcrumbs to do it and then finding ways to personalize it so that hopefully that even those skills can go, you know, um, into all, all different aspects of life. And, um, you know, and I know we'll talk about this more, but it's really the, the kid is really about engaging as many people as possible. So often there's that primary caregiver um, who's, who's, you know, dealing with a lot of this sort of tactical day to day. And it's for them a moment to just sit down and have a lighthearted experience and remember to do that. Remember to just have that social moment. But it also encourages others like um, extended family and friends and, and grandkids to also give them the tools that they need to have that social time with their loved ones. Okay. And, and it, that is, it's, it's such an awkward time for many family members and friends to know what to do. Um, expectations are, are kind of all over the board and people have you know, kind of bought into all the stigmas that are out there. And so it's nice to be able to have something to, to help people through that, that kind of time and, and reassociate things and um, remove some of those, remove some of those stigmas in terms of how to engage, that it is, it is still possible to, to have your relationship. Um, <clears throat> Lane, I wanted to ask you on, you know, when you went about kind of creating and validating the kits, and it sounds like you've been talking with people. Um, did you have them physically test out these these um, P 
pieces in the kits themselves? Actually, we did have them tested out. And I'm, I'm going to pass this uh, to Catherine because Catherine really spearheaded um, a whole level of um, user testing, which we did, um, you know, sort of extensive, and we did interviews and surveys, and Catherine sort of uh, took charge of that. So I'm going to hand that over to her because she has some great stories to tell around that. Okay, great. Yeah, so back in um, November, we had a national user test where we reached out to um, our network and Facebook and social media and found people who were interested in our concept and were willing to spend some time giving us feedback and using the kit for a, for a month. So we had 20, 25 um, family caregivers um, test out one of our kits, and so we sent them out, and we had them fill out an intro survey, a survey after each visit that they that, that they used the kit with, um, and so that was at least four times, and then a final survey and an interview at the end of the month. Um, so that was our very first user test. We did develop all the activities and the framework of the kit with professionals, including Dr. Serper um, and some other activities directors and occupational therapists in our network. But it was the first time that we were testing it with a larger group of people that we didn't know. Um, so it was nerve-wracking, but we got overwhelmingly positive results from that user test. And we had people who were primary caregivers using the kit every single day with with their with their parent, and we had um, some people who went and even during COVID they had to visit with their loved one from across the six foot table, and we had whole families using the kit as a way of um, connecting the whole family. So we we got a really good diverse group of circumstances that we could test the visit kit on, and we had people coming back with feedback at the end of the month saying that. Their mom, like for one for one example, um, her mom was really shy, and she completely stopped engaging. So she was excited to use the visit kit as a way of trying to get the, some engagement back. And she was one of the ones who used the kit with her mom every day. And she found that by the end of the user test, her mom no longer shies away from new activities. She was drawing the entire, like she was copying Van Gogh's sunflower painting um, with markers, and she was back in the kitchen helping with cooking, even though she hadn't done that a month before. So she was really excited to find that with consistent use of the activities and kind of reinforcing familiarity and reinforcing the idea of engagement and being a part of conversation that didn't revolve around dementia or care. Um, and that had really positive results for people. Wonderful. Um, anything else that you want to add in there, uh, Lynn, or Elaine? The um, you know in the the you one of the things that we we're also testing is is it's not just does it work, but it's how uh, how the caregiver, the friend, the relative, grandchild, how they use it, and sort of 
the experience of of doing it and how we our guidance was impacting them in their way to open communication, the way to remove the stress and anxiety, um, the way to have a one sided conversation. So um, that was a whole other side of our testing is what was their experience like. You know, we're, we look at this as it's almost like a recipe kit, and it, it comes and, you know, this is if the different ways to use it and, and then uh, different than any of the recipe kits that come, you know, that you would get to make a meal. We're also teaching you, you can go down your own path with it or personalize it. And what we found in the user testing is that people did very much understand and very much appreciate the guidance we were giving or learned how they could use things in many different ways. And or like somebody wasn't interested in art, but they they were they would use it for color or for matching or for drawing or, uh, you know, sort of um, other aspects. Um, and again, we tested within the art kit, but there was always the understanding like that same philosophy, that same structure is going to be for games. It's going to be for travel. It's going to be for holidays. So it will um, still be sort of this. Um, we really wanted to test what our methodology was for that caregiver experience. Wonderful. Um, that's, that's fantastic that you looked that deep. Not everybody always does, and that gets, uh, it, it gets confusing, and then there's a lot of twists and turns that, that end up taking place um, <clears throat> when something like that happens. So um, kudos to you guys for, for doing that. Um, I want to ask, um, and I'm going to throw this one to Catherine, <clears throat> who exactly are you building the kit for? Is there a, a certain sector, um, or is it is it fairly wide for and open to, to use? Yeah, so as Lane kind of mentioned before, this is we made this with a goal to keep as many people connected as possible for the longest time with someone who's diagnosed. So that relieves some burden off the primary caregiver by sharing responsibility, and it, it improves quality of life by having more social engagement for the person with dementia and for their friends and family who might have been uncomfortable, might have stepped back a little bit. They can also have the valuable social engagement with their loved one for much longer. Um, so we really try to make this and through the user test, we have proved that this is accessible to not only caregivers who have years of experience um, with their loved one after learning, but it's really accessible to anyone who is coming in for a visit, um, is just starting their caregiving journey, um, friends, family, even we had uh, kids uh, using the visit kit in the user test. We had whole families using the visit kit. And we've had um, professionals use it with um, their patients. So um, we really value that that aspect is that it's universally uh, relatable and it's simple enough and accessible enough for anyone. Great, thank you. Um, <clears throat> that's it, it's nice that it's it's uh, broad and easy to use. Um, Lane, have you do you have any um, like personal stories in terms of just seeing people interact and engage um, with the with the kits or even with something similar? Since I know you haven't formally launched on this, 
Um, but any any stories that you can tell us? So, I mean, it was interesting because we did do, we you know, we did most of our user testing throughout COVID, so we were really um, on Zoom, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So it was, it created an interesting challenge, although it also really, um, um, putting it out there at that time, um, we got a lot of uh, engagement based on the fact that, that people were isolated and people wanted something new to do. Um, Hello? The, some, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. There was Hello? just a log pause and oh. then I did. Okay. Okay. Um, Go ahead. And, um, and I think that um, one of the things, you know, as people were telling stories about their, their using it, and I, I'm thinking back now, there was a, a one woman and it was sort of like early stage. And this was all a very new experience for her. And so she was incredibly passionate about um, having this and how much fun they were having using the kit and sort of this, um, you know, there's a, a, however, you know, the, the teen million caregivers today, and there are new ones. So, you know, somebody develops Alzheimer's, you know, every 60 seconds. And so there are so many new caregivers entering today and they're going on and that's what she's saying. I went on and I'm Googling and I'm looking and I can't find anything or I'm trying to put in all of these pieces and parts together because there there are a lot of websites and resources and groups, but finding something that was sort of like packaged up and then like could open it up and actually just do it and be successful at it. And she was, you know, she was like, I would give this out as I learn about more people. I'd love to give this out as a gift because it's sort of as you're entering into this, you're starting with the tools you need or the mindset that you need to do this. And I just thought that was like, um, you know, it was interesting even seeing somebody at that sort of early stage. Uh, another, uh, Another story was a, you know, a friend who didn't want to, you know, who didn't want to visit their friend anymore. And that was their biggest problem. And they had so much guilt around it. Like, how do they continue this relationship? They want to stay engaged. And sort of this sort of gave them these stepping stones to do that. Um, I I had somebody else who was telling me, um, you know, when she went back after COVID and could start visiting with her mom, you know, she said it, it was almost stunning to her because she, for herself, even of her being able to go in there, she goes, I never know what to do. I, it's always like the weather, the clothing, the medicine. And she said, and now we sat down and we're playing these games. And she, she's like, I, my visits are so much more enjoyable. And she's like, and I'm using the same things over and over, but I'm using them in different ways. Um, and she's, and I, so I told her, I was like, you know, with, that we'll be coming out with the next kit. Um, she was sort of, again, one of the early user or, um, user testers. Um, and she had uh, also asked, she's like, okay, you know, when is this coming out? Because I want to share this with all the people that I know within my network as well, because everybody should be having a tool like this to help them have those relationships. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Catherine, any other stories that you want to add in at all or? Yeah, I'm, that just reminded me of another user tester who um, took their their mom to visit their dad. So the, the father was in a nursing home, um, and it was a daughter and his wife visiting. And 
her experience was that the mom takes over the conversation and, and she tries to kind of make up for the maybe slowness or the lack of responsiveness of, of her husband. But with the visit kit, um, it was really interesting to her because whether or not the her father participated or if he just listened and observed, um, she was able to see in a new way, like kind of like Lane was saying, that he was more engaged and even just seeing his wife interact in new ways that are not about the weather or clothing or medic- medicine or anything like that, um, how that encouraged him to say more and to participate more and to like hold the cars and hold the clay and be more of a participant in the interaction rather than just sitting back. And I think that's one of the, the problems that I've heard from um, care partners is they're like, you know, we're the ones doing this instead of the, the person with dementia. And so knowing that what you've created is doable for for somebody with dementia, I think is is important um, and a big differentiation because sometimes I think people think they're just doing busy work um, when they I, I've seen that in groups uh, groups when they have them together and everyone's going to do something and it's supposed to be for the person with dementia mm-hmm. but the the partner ends up being the one actually actually doing the activity. And there's a you know there's a different outcome you know with that and it, it makes for a, for a different feeling um, you know with that so sure. I, I I I think that's huge I just did a um, an arts and dementia um, interview the other day and it was amazing the artwork that people can do um, you know but it's but there, it's also different in terms of you know, if you're, what term you're using, you know, to describe it, is it art or is it an activity? I think when it comes to right. something on, on that order, again, a word game, you can't, you can't change that uh, verbiage necessarily, but it really is about the engagement and, you know, being able to express themselves, um, utilizing different, different tools right. and different, different ways on that. Um, yeah, I, I want to add to that. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Nope, that's um, okay. Just about art and art and dementia. That was one of our really important things when we were developing this is how to include creativity. And because creativity is able to kind of draw out memories and ideas that you might not be able to draw. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um you know, Lane, what are some of the future goals that you have for visit? So, um, you know, we as as we said, we have the the first two kits are um ready to go. We're developing the additional kits and one of the things we're adding in is an app platform. And on that app platform, you know, what the visit kit is about eye contact, one-on-one, not having a digital component to it, but having just sort of a real-life connection. But we do have an app um, that will launch with it, and what it'll have is additional content. So each kit has uh, a lifespan of, say, 60 days, Uh, and, and it is longer than that, but each new kit will be released every 60 days. And what we'll do is continue to give other ways of using the same tools within the box to keep them fresh and new and more ideas. 
there, um, one of our goals is also to build a community and that community around um, activities, t- storytelling, you know, having fun, engagement, and um, the, that kind of sharing of ideas. Um, and then we're hoping also to have, you know, as it grows, is to bring in professionals that and, um, and speakers and events that would happen and around, again, this sort of social engagement piece and how to keep those relationships alive. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I think this all sounds um, just really exciting. I don't think there's enough ways for us to be able to help families uh, stay engaged. And I would see this product even even being uh, helpful for communities uh, to have on hand for, for families to visit as well. A lot of times they just are lost uh, when when someone's living in communities. So you know, I can see these being used at home or, uh, you know, if things progress and someone has to be placed, you know, a family can purchase these and bring them in with them or uh, even a community having some of these uh, kits available for families to be able to, to access and and utilize as well. I think the more things we give them to leverage, um, the more comfortable everybody feels uh, with visits and the better quality of life the person with dementia has as a whole. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to see if there's anything else that, that either of you want to add. And Catherine, I'll ask you first. Catherine, are you there? It looks like we might have might I have lost her. Yep, she's showing. Let's see. Let me see here. Uh, Catherine, are you there? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Um, Did you hear my question just in terms of wrapping up, if there was anything else you wanted to add? Yeah. um, I will just add that personally, um, being a part of a family that has been affected um, for at least 10 years now by various forms of dementia um it was always the it was always like a special surprise when i could connect again with my grandfather or have a moment where we could look each other in the eye and like laugh together um and so i really um i'm really proud of the work that we've done to develop visit. This has been a two year process of research and talking to people and developing it and refining it and sending it out and editing and everything. Um, and I really wish that I had this um, three years ago when he was still here. Um, so I, I, it's really all about moments of joy and connection that you can create together um, because the dementia doesn't completely take them away, um, at least at first. So this is really a way of having the relationship that, having a relationship again like you had before. Okay, great. Um, Lane, anything else that you wanted to add in? Um, You know, and I'll add in the same that, you know, we hope, that, you know, one of our goals is how do we keep as many people engaged for as long as possible? 
and for both sides for again like we were saying keeping friends involved because you know how do we remove some of that guilt and anxiety and how do we improve everybody's quality of life and you know by doing this by introducing visit how do we keep a little bit of fun in all of it too you know and a, and a little bit you know making people smile and um enjoying their social time together you know like we all love to do exactly i think that's a brilliant point that you know people with dementia are uh, are just like the rest of us you know they want to feel engaged and purposeful and and um, these kits will allow uh, allow that to happen in a little easier fashion uh, for many. I know my own family really struggles with how to engage with my mom. And, you know, for me, I, I, I found ways, my daughter found ways, my brothers really, really struggled with that, though. Uh, it was very, very difficult for them. But I think, I think a kit... You know, if that would have been available back in the day, um, I think they would have taken that a little more seriously in terms of supporting themselves and uh, in, in feeling like, oh, this is a this is a product. Other people are doing this instead of we were we were just kind of trial and error. And uh, you know, if you if you don't have a, a somebody who wants to do the trial and error or is comfortable with trial and error, it doesn't really work. And so, like I said, my daughter and I kind of figured it out. For ourselves, but there are so many people that just don't have it in them, you know, to try to figure it out themselves. So I think this is wonderful, and I love that you have the the guidance cards, you know, for adapting. Now people can go to your website, which is thevisitkit.com. That's thevisitkit.com, and you are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, as the visit kit. So if you put that in, um, the website um, or their their social media pages should should pop up for you. I really appreciate the time that you took with us today, and I wish you guys the, the best of luck. Again, uh, to our audience, remember that, you know, you can do your pre-orders until the end of June here, and to get up and running. So I'd encourage you to, to check that out. And if you have any questions, um, I'm sure you can reach out to them and they would be more than glad to to answer and have a discussion with you. And again, um, from what Lane and Catherine are saying, they are open to feedback. I mean, they kind of thrive on that feedback in order to get their product correct and meet the needs and, and have it be the best it can be. So Thank you so much, ladies, for your time today, and I want to thank our audience as well for listening. And as always, I encourage people to like, click, and share. Uh, feel free to subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio, uh, but don't keep the knowledge that you learn here to yourself. <clears throat> that doesn't do anybody any good. You know, we need to really pass this information on. So if you're on Facebook, you know, share the post. Um, if you're on Twitter, what, whatever it is, um, share it with people because it, this is the way we help one another um, engage better and uh, we give them hope that life can still be good with dementia. Even though it's something we wouldn't wish on anybody, um, life can still be good. And this is one way to kind of bring that calmness and that joy and that creativity and connection together is through the visit kit. So 
Until next time, um, have a brilliant week, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye now. Thank Thank you, Lori. Thanks for having us. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.